Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Time once again for Nature Notes with our naturalist friend Jim Gilbert brought to us by Cardinal Corner and those folks in Jordan, Minnesota that make by the yard patio furniture. We'll talk to Jim coming up in uh, just a moment. Denny Long here with some great gift ideas for Dad's Day today. Pam and Lee, my friends at Cardinal Corner, always have some great ideas. Give Dad something other than uh, than a TV to watch. How about birds? Cardinal Corner has a huge selection of squirrel-proof feeders that will attract all kinds of birds, from robins to morning doves, from cardinals to finches. Dad's also going to love watching the hummingbirds, too. Cardinal Corner has a spectacular selection of hummingbird feeders and swings, too. And they have so many different types of bird feeders and wind chimes. You're going to find yourself browsing for quite some time there. Bird bass, beautiful selection like you won't find anywhere else. Of course, the freshest bird seed in town. Why don't you get their monthly newsletter, all kinds of tips and stories. You can subscribe online at cardinalcorner.com. Lee and Pam are in West St. Paul, Butler and South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center. Here's the number, 651-455-6556. Or as they said online, at cardinalcorner.com. Cardinal Corner, you will find, is really more than just a bird seed store. Happy Father's Day to you, Jim Gilbert, on this Sunday. Thank you. Thank you. And happy Father's Day to you, Denny, and to all our dads listening. It is currently 78, officially, with uh, some thunderstorms in the vicinity. Well, you know what? Right now, it's raining here, and the temperature has dropped, I suppose, slightly. It's 73. I was standing out in the rain trying to get a decent temperature reading. But uh, very little wind here, uh, 73 degrees. Like I said, on the northwest side of Lake Wakoni, about 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis. The thunderstorm came over us about 6.30, and uh, we had lightning, thunder, and then that passed. And now we just have this uh, steady, uh, steady light rain right now. Sunrise today. Uh, for the Twin City, Greater Twin Cities area, 526. Now, the interesting thing about that is that the earliest sunrise of the year, the 726 sunrise started last Sunday, June 10th, and continues through June 20th. So that's 11 straight days for the earliest sunrise time, and that being 526. Sunset uh, tonight is... 902. So today in the Twin Cities and area, we have 15 hours, 36 minutes of daylight. We have gained three minutes of daylight since last Sunday, and as of today, six hours, 49 minutes is the total daylight gain since December 21st, the winter solstice, when we had eight hours and 47 minutes of daylight. The 15 hours, 36 minutes of daylight is what we will have this coming Thursday, uh, June 21st, that's, of course, the June solstice, the first day of astronomical summer in the Northern Hemisphere. We first experienced 15 hours, 36 minutes of daylight yesterday, the 16th, and we'll continue with 15 hours, 36 minutes through June 26th. That's 11 days 
with the longest daylight of the year if we don't count seconds. On Wednesday, the 27th of June, we lose one minute of daylight. But remember, we in the Twin Cities area have at least 15 hours, 30 minutes of daylight through July 4th. The normal high for today is 80. The normal low is 60. Records for today, 97 set in 1933. The low, 42 set in 1960. And the most rain we received on this date was recorded at 1.72 inches, almost an inch and three quarters, in 1883 on this date. The new waxing crescent moon rises at 9.34 and sets at 12.28 a.m. tomorrow. Where We have the first quarter moon this Wednesday, June 20th, full moon next Wednesday, on uh, June 27th, and um, Venus is bright, high in the west, about oh, half hour to 45 minutes after sunset, and Jupiter is bright in the south. Now, both look like very bright stars to the naked eye, but even with a very small telescope, you can see a disk rather than a pinpoint of light. That's what separates um, at least a close uh, planet from a star. So by astronomical standards, by astronomy standards, summer begins at 5.07 a.m. this coming Thursday, June 21st, when the Earth's orbit is positioned so that the north polar end of the axis leans at the full 23.5 degree angle towards the sun, giving all parts of the Earth north of the Arctic Circle constant daylight. And uh, here in Minnesota, Winona in the southeastern part of our state will have 15 hours, 30 minutes of daylight. Well, Halleck in extreme northwestern Minnesota will have 16 hours and 40, excuse me, 16 hours, 15 minutes of daylight. So that's 45 minutes more if you go to the extreme northwestern Minnesota. And People who have been on trips in Canada or Alaska like you have um, have seen these long, long days. So interesting. Service berries and red mulberries are ripe and ripening. Birds such as cedar waxwings, gray catbirds, and American robins, and us outdoor enthusiasts enjoy, enjoy these tasty, juicy wild fruits, the service berries and the red mulberries. Gardeners are picking ripe strawberries a delicious fruit high in vitamin C. The peak time to see fireflies, also called lightning bugs, is now and into July. Look for these tiny lights over meadows and grassy ditches not far from woodlands. We have close to 15 species of these soft-bodied beetles called fireflies in Minnesota. Look for the first firefly flies flashing about 35 minutes after sunset. I've been timing that lately. Waterfowl are mostly all in their flightless condition now as they're molting their wing feathers. This is the time to start seeing trumpeter swan pairs with young cygnets, typically four to seven. Wild turkey hens can be seen with their small young, and the young turkeys are called poults. On warm evenings, 
Watch for common nighthawks flying, circling, circling, flying, excuse me, flying, calling, and feeding on insects over most of our cities and towns. They nest on rooftops. By 9.40 p.m., nearly all chimney swifts are in their chimney roost sites. Juvenile muskrats, eastern uh, chipmunks, red squirrels, and gray squirrels are out and about. Red fox kits play outside their dens. Most white-tailed fawns have been born. Dragonflies of several kinds are on the wing and numerous. Along the north shore of Lake Superior, one of your favorite places, Denny, uh, and inland, the wild lupin um, plants. It's an introduced plant from the states of Oregon and Washington are now blooming. So that it's well, they are blooming, and when you see um, these lupins, it seems like they, you know, like they've always been there, but they haven't. They have this dazzling display of purple and some pink and some white ones. It's great color. Great. Color. Oh yes, and, and sometimes you see literally hundreds or thousands of plants, you know, on some ridge or something when you're driving along. Yeah. That's that's called the wild lupin, but not a native plant of Minnesota. It comes from Oregon and Washington. An escape from gardens. In central and northern Minnesota, young common loons are seen with their parents on many lakes. June is is rose month when we can see and experience the most blossoms from many types of roses. At the University of Minnesota Landscape Arboretum, located along State Highway 5, about two miles west of Chanhassen, many of the shrub roses and garden roses are close to their June Bloom Peak. Yesterday afternoon, I had a chance to be in the Arboretum for at least a few minutes. I, I went on the Rose Walk and in the Rose Garden at the Arboretum. The miniature roses are loaded with small blossoms. William Baffin is a climbing rose that has hundreds of pink flowers. Floribundas like um, Iceberg, which is white, and, and Europeana, which is crimson red, and a yellow one called Walking in the sunshine are just spectacular right now. And um, the trees called called um, Japanese tree lilacs. There's quite a few of them in the Arboretum in bloom now, but we see them all over the Twin Cities area. In fact, the southern third of Minnesota, maybe in the southern half of Minnesota, they're doing really, really well. Also at the University of Minnesota uh, Landscape Arboretum, that's one place where you can see our official Minnesota State flower, also called a floral emblem, and known as the showy pink and white ladies slipper. It's in bloom now and will be for at least five or six more days. So if you want to see the state flower in bloom, get to the Arboretum uh, next few days if you possibly can. Captain Rob Herring from Optimum Charters out of Baker's Island, Superior, Wisconsin, reports that the surface temperature of Lake Superior, about four miles off from uh, Duluth Superior, was 49.4 degrees this past Wednesday, June 13th. He says that lake trout fishing has been excellent lately. Jim Hofter from Little Rock Lake near Rice in Benton County uh, reports a water surface temperature of 74 degrees there. That was just yesterday. A week ago was 67 now, if you're going to take water temperatures of lakes, 
put the thermometer down about a foot in the water and in at least four feet of water, and you get an accurate reading. Marge Keller lives near Waconia. Yesterday reported seeing Baltimore Oriole parents coming to her feeding station to collect lots of grape jelly, and they fly out for the grape jelly to feed it to their young. Do we have time for a few more, or should we go ahead and say something about I'll By tell you the what, yard? yeah, let's talk a little bit about By the Yard, especially for Father's Day, for folks maybe thought, hey, when am I going to get Dad? I mean, I, I don't have a gift. <laughs> but it's not too late, because you can always order a gift card, right? Uh, That's that, right. And let Dad choose the furniture Jim and I have told you about for so many years. Let him pick it out. There's so many choices. I think, Jim, last time I counted, over 350 maintenance-free outdoor items. And, you know, as you know, this stuff lasts for decades. It's made out of recycled plastic milk jugs, and you're not going to have to paint it, stain it. You don't have to store it at all. Jim and I leave that uh, outdoor furniture up right there where it is, the deck. Yeah, Ours is just sparkling in there with the rain on it today. And, you know, some of those pieces have been there six, seven, eight oh, years yeah. or more. Ours even longer than that, 15, I think, if not more. But I'll tell you what, just get on there. Let me give you a website. You can do that. You can get that gift card for Dad. Or this week, take him down that quick trip down 169 to that beautiful showroom in Jordan, Minnesota. It really is a quick drive. Uh, get on the web, buytheyard.net, and you'll see what Jim and I have told you about for so many years. Buy, buytheyard.net, Jim. Oh, really great furniture, really uh, Julie Brophy from Victoria spotted a beautiful polyphemus moth uh, this past week. Two other large silkworm moths, the luna moth, which is mint green in color, um, which sometimes gathers around outside lights, is seen at this time of the year. Also the cecropia with a 5.5 to 6-inch wingspan, beautiful brown, tan, and red-colored wings. Uh, these are also on the wing in June. Uh, Julie has seen uh, Viceroy, Eastern Tiger Swallowtail, and Red Spotter Butterflies lately. And Julie also reports seeing Trumpeter Swan in Carver Park Reserve. That's right next to Victoria where they live. Still on a nest incubating eggs this past Friday the 15th. Yesterday, Julie saw both black-capped chickadee and white-breasted nuthatch parents zipping all throughout their yard collecting insects and other food, and feeding their fledglings. She also reports that tree swallows and Baltimore Orioles were feeding their nestlings. That was just yesterday. Ray and Marlene Simon, who live on the edge of Northfield, report that now there are only two bats in one of their four bat houses and none in the other three. Last year, they had well over 100 little brown bats, and they just kind of you know wonder what's happening. Is it? Is it this white nose syndrome or, or what, what the problem is? They see lots of fireflies twinkling each evening. And during the day, they, they've been seeing 12, spot, spot, 12 spotted and many other dragonflies on the wing. From their garden, they harvest leaf lettuce, kohlrabi, peas, onions, and strawberries. Indigo buntings, American goldfinches, pillay woodpeckers among the many birds coming to their feeding station. Diana and Dave Heron report from their farm near Waterville on their CRP land. Uh, Dave saw a ringneck, young ringneck pheasant take flight, um, and there's others probably running through the grasses. A painted turtle was seen digging a hole and laying eggs. 
They see many fireflies in the evenings on their farm. Uh, and Dave Herring notes that the field corn is now knee-high. In fact, it was by Wednesday, and the rows are filling in. And this past Monday, Diana was biking uh, with friends in the High Trestle Trail. That's southeast of Ames, Iowa, near uh, Madrid and Slater, Iowa. But she was pleased to see the rare, now rare, redhead woodpecker there. She's also seen a couple in Minnesota, too, this year. But she saw mulberry tree with ripe and ripening fruit. Tom Bovers, <laughs> excuse me, and his wife Lisa from Faribault, yesterday went birding at Riverbend Nature Center, right on the edge of Faribault there. In just a little over an hour, they recorded 42 species. Now, 27 of them they did by hearing. They heard American red starts, common yellow throats, indigo bunting, wood thrush, barred owl, red-eyed and yellow-throated vireo, three species of wrens, house wren, marsh wren, and sedge wren. So you can do a lot of birding by ear, which is really neat if you train yourself to do that, listen to, to tapes and CDs and things like that. Um, naturalist Matt Shute from the University of Minnesota Landscape Arboretum was in Wabasha, that's his hometown, uh, this weekend reports seeing nine species of butterflies. He said, hackberry butterflies are now very numerous. also saw the first of the year eastern comma and red-spotted purple and common ringlets. He saw 45 species of birds, including a pair of trumpeter swans, with six cygnets, about half-grown already. Also, eastern towhee, and he said, cliff swallows are nesting under the Wabasha Bridge, and American robins began singing at 3.44, and they kept on chorusing for about an hour. So if you ever hear birds singing early in the morning, it's always robins first, and then you'll start to hear some of the other ones. Just a couple of quick texts before we let you go. Uh, let's see. Yesterday, Saturday morning, Arlington, Minnesota, five and a half inches of rain in less than two hours. Wow. And where was that? Arlington, Minnesota. Arlington. Wow, that's not far from here. And then the birds have gone crazy at our feeding station this week. They ate two suet cakes in less than six hours Friday. That came from Chatech, Wisconsin. So, so there. Well, we're out of time on this Father's Day, Jim. I hope you have a great day with your family. Yes, we will, and you too, and all the other dads out there. Happy Father's Day. And we'll talk next week. Look forward to it. Bye for now. Jim Gilbert back next Sunday morning with Northern Nature Notes here on 830-WCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.